What's going on, YouTube nights? Welcome to Lords and the Long Box presents the cover price top 10 of the week for the week ending July 25th. Wow, July 24th July. was my birthday, August man. So, <laughs> thank everybody for all your kind birthday messages on Facebook, on Instagram. I had a nice chill time, uh, actually uh, partying with uh, Ryan and Wolverine and the KRS crew on the weekend before was my partying for uh, my birthday. I'm so partying out too, so we're yeah, good. So, uh, yeah, I, I missed relaxed, out. Man. Hung out with family, and you know, today I am drinking a nice cold uh, rum and coke from uh, my man Otto, sent me oh. this, uh, and a gambling chip, and a nice little note. Um, Happy B day, happy B day, you old fuck. I think he spelled you wrong, but just, <laughs> just shout out to Otto, just as you. Uh, so, uh, hey man, it's been, it seems like it's been like a week since we talked to you guys, yeah. man. But uh, mm -hmm. why going slow for some reason? Yeah, man. Why are you guys congregating? Let's get this party started and even wake you up on a hot Tuesday afternoon, man. So, uh, why are you guys congregating? Just listen to some music as we do. You know what I'm saying?
that doesn't put a smile on your face, man. <laughs> you have That's no soul. How you maximize your time while I'm playing the intro? I shouted out everybody in the live chat. I highlighted That's everybody right. in the live chat. See, you're getting good at this, man. A good 15 minutes of doing that. So shout out I to everybody mean, in the live 50 chat. 50 years, and you're get, finally getting good. That's right. Shout out uh-huh. to my man Joe West Coast, my homie from Cali. What's cracking? Wolf Blitz, everybody in the house. This is uh, the cover price top 10 where we look at sales data over the uh, last week ending July 25th. Sponsored by our friends over at coverprice.com. Go to coverprice.com. Use discount code of nothing, actually. <laughs> you can sign up for a two-week free trial or you can sign up for $6.99 a month to you get your price guides, collections, and trends. But um, they're doing a giveaway right now, so make sure you follow them on Instagram. They're giving away some... Uh, really cool accoutrements, I like to say. Uh, the show is also proudly sponsored by our buddies over at KRSComics.com. Use discount code of LOTLB to get 15% off anything in the KRS Comics exclusive stores, as well as the KRS Pullbox. So if you're buying books on a weekly basis, like most of us are, you can get 15% off your pulls there, too. Uh, in case you missed it, they've been dropping fire recently, man, from the yep. sneakerhead variant that mm-hmm. sold out to this dope batman 89 that um has i think some a covers left and i would argue the a cover in this is actually pretty cool because i'm digging that batman 89 font you know what i mean because a lot of times sometimes the cover a's you know you you know the virgin like it's gorgeous and everything but sometimes you know the font is actually pretty cool too so nothing is dropping tomorrow but i lied of course i'm just dropping tomorrow man shadow variant shadow variant for star wars the high republic i believe this is issue number seven yeah number seven this is the mike mayhew shadow variant and i have a feeling you may see some star wars books on today's list because uh i'm glad i i'm just glad i pull all the star wars high republic as well as the the adventures one because uh, i'm just saying sometimes new characters pop up and anytime they do they show up on this list, so uh, make sure this is going to drop tomorrow at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific. Uh, set your calendars, whatever you got to do. If you're at work, set your Outlook calendars or Office 365, whatever the fuck people are using nowadays. But this is the cover price top 10 plus one, the only and best top 11 on oh. all the internets, the left and the right, the and the middle internet, all the internets, uh, all combined, AOL, uh, yeah, Netscape, all that shit, man. So, all right. So, uh, as always, there's one that doesn't quite break the top 10. We like to call that the runner up or number 11. What do we got? Ooh, Star Wars, The High Republic Adventures, number six. Colossus, one in 10 ratio variant. This thing is awesome. So, of course, with all the heat of Star Wars picking up uh, and no Marvel Disney Plus series right now to steal all that attention, this is the issue with uh, a couple first appearances. You got Tal Boda. Got Leox Jossie and Afi Hollow. So it's uh, unknown whether these characters will be moving forward in the Star Wars comic and or the Disney Plus universe or films. But the market is surely interested in these characters. It did sell a lot for a 1 in 10 ratio variant. Sold 30 copies last week. 103% upsell and a high sale for 66 bucks for a raw copy. Not bad for a Star Wars adventures book. Not even the main, like how the High Republic is the main series. This is kind yeah. of the, the side. Isn't this series. in the kids section? No, it's just in the um, IDW section. Really? Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Because IDW like they're licensed out for this one, where Star Wars High Republic is uh, is a Marvel book. So, but typically IDW does the I would get small. I wouldn't say they're kiddie books, but they're more kid friendly. Okay. Uh, that would be a correct way of putting it, but. There's a reason why they're making all these. I can totally see some 
you know, because they're gonna eventually do something with the High Republic. Uh, maybe after, maybe animated. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know a live action, but something after the Bad Batch. You know, Bad Batch has been received really well. So why not continue the animated storytelling? Um, isn't there a, a Star Wars anime too that's coming to Disney Plus? Oh, what? the Visions. Yeah, oh, that, that looks that so looks dope. awesome. Is that based on those little shorts they used to do about, and they used to show famous scenes uh, from the history of Star Wars in anime in anime form? Did no, you so that? it's. Uh, well, oh yeah, the Clone Wars thing. No, no, Wars? no. It showed like famous scenes from like. Uh, oh, that like, was on yeah. Yeah, but it was YouTube. just like little three. Or four, yeah, it was on Star Wars YouTube, but it was just like little three, four minute videos where they did like the Batman from Rogue One in an anime series is absolutely badass. Yeah. Uh, you guys got to peep it. But uh, anyway, Star Wars: The High Republic Adventures coming in at number uh, number six, coming in at number eleven, or the runner up. All right, let's get right to the top ten. If you've been following the news of the week. Some of these sh should not surprise you at all, like this one. This is definitely not a surprise. This is Earth 2, number 25. This is from 2014. Uh, and it was recently announced that Michael B. Jordan and his production company, Outlier Society, are developing an HBO Max Black Superman project, separate from the one J.B.J. Abrams is doing. Congratulations on that continuity, WB. This version will focus on Valzad, Superman, whose first cover appearance is this issue. Many details are unknown, like if it's a film or a TV series, and whether or not the actor will play the central role. However, for now, Valzad book, key books are getting super hot, and this one sold 18 copies. It had a seven-day uptick of 211%, and it had a high sale for almost $90 for a wow. copy. Yeah, so I, I, I reached out to my man, Mikey Sutton, to find out more. So this is the story I got. Michael B. Jordan was approached to play uh, Kal-El. Uh, Michael B. Jordan said, you know what? I don't think Kal-El or Superman should be black. I want to do my own thing. So that's why this is Michael B. Jordan's production company that's actually doing it. They're doing Zal, uh, what's his name? Zal, Val Zod. Um, and the J.J. Abrams one, and that, and the and the Michael B. Jordan one is going to be like a, a mini series or limited series uh, for HBO Max. From uh, what I'm hearing, the J.J. Abrams version is going to be on the big screen uh, for whatever you know iteration that they're going to do with it. But um, but you know, Michael B. Jordan's like, no, I don't want to do that. I want to do my own thing. So you know, there's a character here. You know, um, I don't know what his power set is or what his connection. What what Justin, you could probably speak on that. What is he's just Val a, Zod's connection to Superman? Well, he's from Earth Two, so Earth Two is he's a not, Superman of Earth Two. Yeah. Uh, okay. And there's like a lot of different like Earth. He's 2 a variant for you Marvel yeah. people out there. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh God. Um, yeah, but is he had a the same power set and everything? Oh yeah, because they had like a Jay Garrick. They had the Jay Garrick. They had the Alan Scott. Yeah. Um. There's Batman was, uh, Huntress's daughter or like, uh, yeah. I don't think this one. Alina and Batman's daughter was Batman. Of and is Val Zod in any current comics right now? Is there no. anything ongoing? No. I think yeah, the last time we saw him was Convergence. Oh my mistaken. god! Let's not bring up the C word. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, number ten on the list, we have Earth Two, number twenty-five, the first cover appearance of Val Zod. All right. What do we got for number nine? Uh, here's an interesting one from Aftershock. We got the the Kaiju score number one. This is the Mark Nelson one in fifteen ratio variant from last year, twenty twenty. So Deadline recently announced that. Brian and Mark Gunn are set to adapt the screenplay for Sony Pictures and Escape Artist, the, the Kaiju score based on the Aftershock comic series by James Patrick and artist 
Rembro. This has lit the fire under a lot of people's asses, as well as the variant, which sold 23 copies last week. Seven-day uptrend of 195% and 110 bucks for a CGC 9.8. Not bad for a low-printed book. This one, I totally fell under the radar. I don't even know when it was, when it was announced or when it was going to do, uh, mm. but uh, hey, man. Way to go, Aftershock. Another small uh, book getting, and what would you say? It was uh, Sony's doing it, right? Yeah, Sony Pictures. Mm-hmm. So we'll see where it ends up because Sony Pictures can, you know, uh, make movies. Um, but, you know, it's, if it's a series, they need to find a partner, uh, you know, to put it on either Amazon Prime or Netflix along those lines because they don't have any distribution. So they typically go through another one. That's why we end up getting the Silk Show that's going to be on Amazon Prime. So uh, there you go, boys and girls. The Kaiju score. You know what? I don't care. Anything Kaiju, I'm down for, man. Hell you know yeah. what I mean? Um, I don't know if you guys have this channel called Comet. It's like this weird sci-fi channel. So it's like really like B movies, but they also have Godzilla marathons and uh, (laughs) guys need to watch Godzilla final wars again. That is such a crazy over the top. That's the one where Godzilla fights Gino Godzilla and name only. So, uh, so the Godzilla HBO max have all the Godzilla uh, movies. I, they've I got like so, yeah. 20 of them. Yeah. Tell me that. Yeah, they used to have a bunch in the old library. That was the one thing good about HBO Max is they had a huge library of like classic films. Um, and I don't know if they, but I don't think they have Godzilla Final Wars because that was Maybe not uh, that one, but they got a yeah. ton of them. They got a ton. I, be, I beseech you guys all to go look for Godzilla Final Wars. It is Final Wars. It is batshit crazy. It's basically Godzilla wrecking shop on all the kaiju in the Godzilla history, including. The 1990 version with Matthew Broderick. He, I don't want to spoil it for you, but what he does to that damn Godzilla, that ain't right what he did to him, but it was pretty funny. So number nine on the list, the Kaiju yeah. score, number one, the Mark Nelson, one in 15 variant. What do we got for number eight? Well, surprise, surprise. It's the nice house on the lake, number one. And this title adds another successful title to James Tinian's ever-growing success list. This book had a surge in both sales and a price jump this week. With 38 copies sold, it had a seven-day uptick of 132%, and it had a high sale, CGC 9.8, for 175 bucks. This book has mm-hmm. been on here for, what, three, four weeks? <laughs> Forever. It's launched. It's crazy. Yeah, that's pretty good. So, I mean, you know, slowly these things kind of, like, you know, eventually to be, like, number 10 and then number 11, but that's pretty good for this yeah. book to uh, mm-hmm. to go that far, man. Um, you know, even though it says nice house on a lake, it sure doesn't look like a nice house no. with, <laughs> with all the skeletons <laughs> in the lake. <laughs> uh, but there you go. The nice house on the lake. Tinian continues to churn them out, and we continue to buy them. So uh, number eight on the list, the nice house on the lake, number one from 2021 from a little – little dc label all right what do we got for number seven if you're playing at home this is the first kang book on the list oh yeah you're right uh avengers 267 from marvel comics in 1986 so loki may be over but his momentum is continuing for the collectors and fans out there heavily buying into the council of kangs whose first appearance is in this issue it sold 50 copies last week seven day uptrend of 121 percent and a high sale for 420 dollars for cgc 9.6 that is crazy we're we gonna see it. We're we gonna see it in Loki season two. We're we gonna see it in Ant Man. When do you think we're gonna see the Council of Kings? I don't. I don't think we're gonna see the Council of Kings. I mean, I think we're gonna see different versions of Kang because I mean, he literally says, "If you kill me, there's gonna be a lot more Kangs." But 
Council of Kangs reminds me like the Council of Reeds, right? Where they had a bunch mm, of Reed yeah. witches throughout reminds the world. Reminds me of the Council of Ricks. Whereas <laughs> Kangs appear want to all kill each other off. You know what I mean? Like I don't think mm. they can they can work together. They all want to rule time. So uh, we'll see. It's a cool spec, and and you know, and it'll still have oxygen until season two is announced. And uh, they said season two is coming. So all we know so far at the end of season one is uh, killing Kang has kind of uh, really set the timeline ablaze right and to the point where there's this cat statue of kang in the tva so mm-hmm. you know uh he who remains that spec is dead literally uh since you know he who remains but you know the loki series prove what they do a lot of they marvel doesn't take a literal adaptations from the comic like sylvie is obviously a a mix of sylvie the enchantress and of lady loki right the same thing they did yeah. with that version of he who remains and Kang, but you know, we all know he's going to be Kang uh, because he's already been cast as such in Ant-Man and Quantumania. So uh, um, I would be curious when they can actually get around to doing it. I don't know how busy the actors are, but I don't know when uh, matter of fact, Oh, speaking of the devil, um, they Peyton Reed just announced they started production on uh, Ant-Man three and Quantumania. And we know that uh, Jonathan major is going to be reprising his role as uh, Kang in that. So, If you haven't yet, go watch the Disney Plus making of Loki. That's probably the best one so far out of all three of them. You know, the making of WandaVision, the making of Falcon Winter Soldier. The making of Loki is really well done. And they talk about everything. Uh, And it goes for a good hour. And it's narrated by Tom Hiddleston. And it's really good. I mean, it talks about everything on the show. It's fantastic. Go peep it out, man. Just me giving you stuff to watch again. (laughs) It seems to be (laughs) the common theme of the show. Have you guys seen the big wave yet? Oh, my God. second episode came out. The 100-foot wave is absolutely bonkers, man. It makes me not want to surf. We'll check it out. (laughs) It makes me very afraid of the ocean. Just don't get pulled out to the middle of the ocean on a jet ski. Yeah, you know, I'll surf a three-foot wave, but (laughs) if if you need to tow me or drop me off in a helicopter to ride a wave, no, man, I ain't doing that. All right, so number seven on the list is Avengers number 267 from 1986. What do we got for number six? Well, another Kang, Avengers number two. This is from 2016, and this Alex Ross Kang, or Kang's plural cover, continued its hot trend from last week and sold 72 copies. It had a seven day trend of 91% and it had a high raw sale of $81 for a near mint copy. However, due to flooding, most copies are now selling for about 20 bucks. Ouch. Hmm. Ouch. Ouch. I like that by Lon Espinosa, a Congress of Kangs. Yeah. Cause just like Congress, they get nothing done anyway. Um, <laughs> but, Damn. So it went from 81 to $20. So uh, just be careful out there, boys and girls. You know, we give you the sales data, but sometimes we will tell you, you know, if it's uh, bunk spec or not. Uh, speaking of which, I am going to do it, and uh, we may all do be on the show together. Uh, we're going to do a, uh, a similar show to Mythbusters, and it's going to be called Spec Busters. And uh, instead of uh, both Wolf Blitzer in the Situation Room, it's going to be the Lords in the Speculation Room. And uh, we're just going to look at, you know, spec that uh, that is bunk, and we're going to bust it. So uh, look out for the spec busters. Although I probably shouldn't have said that out loud, because when I do that, people have a tendency to steal our oh, ideas. I guarantee they- <laughs> three channels right now that are scooping that up. I know I can uh, name, you know. Yeah, I kind of like spec busters, though. Kind of like Mythbusters, but there you go. So number six on the list is Avengers number two from 2016. Remember that uh, you got all the the Congress of Kangs right there on the cover. I like that one, Lon. We're gonna roll with that one. All right, we're halfway there, boys and girls. What do we got for number five? Well, here's a book that has absolutely no spec on it, 
out of nowhere, it. Marvel team up annual number one from Marvel Comics 1976. So, you know, again, no connection to anything right now, but simply is an awesome book and many comic influencers are calling it an undervalued due to it being the first new X-Men team from the giant size X-Men outside of any X-Men book and the first time Spidey meets them in his new team. So first meeting is uh, unfortunately the new team. The first meeting of the X-Men is Avengers 11 from 1964, but the Marvel team up annual number one last week sold 24 copies, had a seven day uptrend of 385 percent. And a high sale of $179 in a CGC 9.0. Uh, I have I, this. I think I, a lot of people should have this. It's a great wrong. book. I, it's I'm a not great, sure. It's a square bound book, too. It's a, it's a hard nut to crack and a high grade as well. But this is like, a, I think this is FOMO. This is like, I can't afford the first time Spider Man met the X Men, but let me meet him when he meets the new X Men, you know, as opposed mm. to, uh, what was the, the other one? Was it X? Did you say X Men 11? Avengers. Well, it's Avengers, Avengers 11 is right. That's Avengers meets Spider Man, I think. It's a green cover with him on the cover uh, with, all the, with all the Avengers. But it might be when the first time the Avengers Unless meet X-Men's the X Men. Unless X Men's in it. I mean, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think the first time the Avengers it. meet the X Men and then Spider Man yes. just happens to be there. Um, so, you know, but people can correct us in the live chat. Tell no. us when's the first time the uh, X Men met the Avengers and if Spider Man was in that issue or not. And then we'll, we'll go from there, man. But I dig this cover, too. I, I've actually posted this for uh, Throwdown Thursday because it's a pretty dope cover. It's with definitely all kinds yeah, of that Throwdown for sure. We were just talking about this on the Shakers last week how new comic covers. Um, don't really depict much, you know. Um, you yeah. know, it's it's, it's a pose, it's, and you know, like this. This is awesome. This is a little great Clayton Crane cover, but it's 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 just a pose. It's not right. like action like uh, this. Or if you remember X Men '94, or you know, giant, you know, you know, where you got multiple characters and there's actually text on this on the on this verbiage on there. Yeah. Sometimes there's word bubbles. I miss that in the. Uh, I think the Copper Age was probably the last age to really do that. Um, but there you go. So number five on the list. Marvel Team Up Annual Number One from 1976. All right, good. It's a 70s book on the top 10 list. That's a like that's it. cool one. All right, what do we got for number four? Well, this is Kaiju Score Number One. This is the original cover, and as noted earlier, the Kaiju Score is in development with Sony Pictures, and it pushed this first issue to new heights. It sold 44 copies. It had a seven-day trend of 233% and it had a high sale of 200 bucks for a CGC 9.8. Hmm. This Not is the bad. regular cover? I it's the regular so. cover. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I got two of those. Wow. There you go. So I wonder if it's going to be animated or not because obviously if they do kaiju, um, you know, live action that's a lot of money right if you think about the godzilla films and how much it costs to make those but you know anything yeah. animated nowadays you could do a little a little bit cheaper depending on the animation style uh but you know uh, it's easier to actually you know create now and during a pandemic animated movies people could record their parts at home you know what i mean they didn't even yeah. have to be in the same studio so there you go man if you're paying home Aftershock Comics, twice on the list with the i'm same surprised book. they're doing this because they have the netflix series pacific rim like there was the season one was like five or six episodes and now yeah, yeah, the, uh, the kind of CGI animated one. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you're going to come out with another Kaiju type of show. But they didn't know. say where yet though. Right. Not on Netflix. No, I, I, I don't I, know. I, yet. I do think you're right on Netflix. It's kind of uh, flooded with um, anime now and, you know, and Kaiju, you know what I mean? Maybe put it on Amazon prime, you know, differentiate uh -huh. itself maybe. Cause you know, I have a feeling 
it'll be washed away with everything else on Netflix because you see something trend for one day and then the next day it's off, you know? Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, oh, no, I have yeah, like, you know, it was weird. Like when He-Man first came out, it wasn't on my the top 10. And then the next day it ended up on, you know, that He-Man thing or the Netflix uh, page where yeah. it shows the top 10 and then it finally showed on that. But, you know, that list can can change too. Like, you know, if I actually log into my girlfriend's <laughs> profile on Netflix, I see the totally different shit that I'm uh, that's recommended for me. I'm like, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, I'm not trying to watch uh, Pretty Woman again. Great film, know. but, you know, um, you know, it shouldn't be on my suggested list of things. All right. <laughs> so number four on the list is the Kaiju score. Number one, the regular cover. From 2020, Aftershock Comics. What do we got for number Trace? Ooh, Earth 2, number 19 from uh, 2014. So again, as Ryan noted earlier, Michael B. Jordan and his production company are developing a Valzad Superman project at HBO. Uh, this news has helped the Valzad's first appearance in this issue, which moved 45 copies, had a seven-day uptrend of 262% and a high sale of $599.99 for a good old CGC 9.8. Oof, that is wow. A, I don't even know. I can't even can't imagine how many people actually graded this. I'm sure on the census it's very low. Yeah, somebody so. uh would uh, look on a CG census to see how many 9.8s of this book are. Probably in the next few months there will be, but uh, I think DC fans just, have just been waiting for some news to drop that they can go out and, you know, spec on some stuff cuz really I mean, think about all the stuff like uh I don't know like how many Suicide Squad characters have appeared on there besides uh, the John Cena character, right, when when that came? And also the Aegis Elba character, right? But then uh -huh. that just kind of went away. So maybe after another trailer or something, but we'll see. I mean, I think also the Suicide Squad spec is somewhat suspect because it's in their name, right? It's a yeah. Suicide Squad. That means that, you know, most of them are gonna, probably going to die. And we know John Cena is a prequel, but uh, we'll see, man. I'm looking forward to that, man. I'm looking forward to... All the stuff I'm seeing with The Flash, all the stuff I'm seeing from Black Adam and Suicide Squad, mm -hmm. yo, man, I'm looking forward to all that. You, yeah. now, we don't need everything dark and gritty with Zack Snyder, man. He, you know, go make some zombie films and let the rest of the DCEU come to fruition. Green Lantern Corps, Justice League Dark, I'm there for all of that, man. Just Let's just see some something different from DC and WB. You know, we can't just have all Superman, all Batman, all Wonder Woman all the time. Let's see some some cool stuff, man. So... And we got it apparently. So Earth Two, oh. number nineteen, is number three on the list from two thousand and fourteen. How many people this have this in their long boxes? <laughs> mm. Bat. All right, number two on the list is a returning champion from last week. Basculus number one, and this is the second print, and it was under ordered. It's a holdover from last week, and it sold thirty-eight copies, a seven-day trend of one hundred ninety-one percent, had a high sale, sixty-one dollars for a near mount raw. However, prices are currently at $61 raw. So I don't know if it's going up much more. Doesn't Who knows? Well, I mean, it's the second print. I mean, Bassett's number one is probably uh, outpriced this list already because now it's probably, you know, I mean, I don't know what the spec on this is, if it's a show or not. If it's not a show, it's probably going to become a show. That's what's on here. I mean, something is killing the children along those lines, Department of Truth along those lines. I mean, you know, everybody's waiting. You know, it sounds like a well, broken record, but I want to say when everybody's waiting for the next Walking Dead to come. But Boom Studios has a first look deal with Netflix. So. Anything from Boone Studios, they're like, hey, you know, they got a good chance to show up on Netflix. And sure enough, something is killing the children end up on Netflix, right? Well, Tim, the reason why uh, 
to change the topic, the reason why this book is trending is because in the second print, there's a preview for the House of Slaughter number one, which is coming uh, out from Boom Studios, which is like their the, next uh, yeah, the sequel off of or something is yeah, spin off. Yeah. But nobody knew that when they ordered this. So nobody was going to order it if you still had tons of copies of Basilisk one first printing with all your variants. So, so it's wait, really, Basilisk number one doesn't have the preview? It doesn't. So that's why. Ah. That's why. But Basilisk number one was on our list, I think, a couple of weeks ago, too, though, wasn't it? No, well, the second print has always been oh, on the, the second list. print. Okay, yeah, and that's the right. reason why. So there you go. The second print is simply because of the House of Slaughter. So uh, we'll see uh, how how something is killing. Like I said, the 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 key to a book to continue to grow is while it still has an ongoing like movie series or even better yet, like a show like The Walking Dead. I hate to keep on beating a dead horse, but <laughs> that show had been on for years and years and years with an ongoing comic to fuel it and grow the fans. If people who grew up probably just didn't know it's a comic book and they watched the show and they're like, you know what? Let me go buy the comics, you know, or people, you know, and vice versa. People who like the comics watch the show. And for the most part, it was pretty close adaptation as far as comic books to shows, at least the first, you know, couple of seasons. And then, you know, eventually, you know, Robert Kirkman even got tired of writing it. So huh. number two on the list is Basilisk number one with the little preview of House of Slaughter right inside there in the second print variant. And number one, may the force be with you. Mm, runner up and the number one star wars the high republic adventures number six so like i said earlier with several first appearances books like this both for star wars fans and speculators hence the high sales and many copies so sold 61 copies last week a uptrend of 278 percent and a high sale for 25 dollars for a 399 book that just came out last week with the cool new star wars jedis Star Wars still proves that if when they make comics, especially since 2020, and if they make first appearances in it, then it's going to go, you know, let's not even talk about like, I mean, since we've been covering it, you know, I don't want to toot our own horn, but you know, hair to the empire. Number one, that (laughs) when I, when I looked that up a nine, eight just sold for like four to five grand or something, it blew my mind. Uh, Mm -hmm. And that's obviously, and I do believe there was casting news that they cast an actor for Ezra Bridger and for Grand yeah. Admiral Thrawn. So um, expect that book to even get crazier. Not alone the Kanan number one and whatever else the goddamn appearances of all those characters are. It's number. <laughs> I'm going with the number one. I'm sticking with it. But uh, so Kanan wasn't number the one, Thrawn casting the guy from Game of Thrones who was with Khaleesi? No, it's actually the same guy who did the voice for Star Wars Rebels. Oh, perfect! There you go, man. Because the oh, voice actor like for me. the voice actor for um, Braun was like perfect. You know what I mean? Oh uh, yeah. You know? And now they can totally put him in blue makeup. Look at all the characters that are either blue or purple that are on movies, right? If <laughs> you think about Gamora Green or Drax Green, I mean, they could totally do that. But uh, the the actor that got to play Ezra Bridger, it looks like the animation copied him yeah, when they did older. it. Just yeah, older, a little version. bit older, mm-hmm. but it's kind of perfect. And for though, uh, you know, we're we on this show are unabashed fans of the Rebels animated series. And if you watch the end of the Rebels animated series, Ezra, I don't want to spoil it. For, well, it's like three it years, four years old. Yeah, well, on. you'd be surprised. I don't think, Ryan, have you uh, caught right. up? Have you I'm finished all, Rebels I've seen yet? It all. Yeah, I've seen okay, it all. Yeah. So at the end of Rebels, Ezra kind of goes off and uh, disappears. And as I think there's some force whales or some shit involved. And, and basically the, the team says, let's go find Ezra. And that literally leads right, right into, um, I mean, you talk about uh, Ahsoka Tano on uh, The Mandalorian. And she's mm-hmm. looking for Thrawn. Because Thrawn 
is the one that got sucked away with Ezra Bridger in yep. the Rebel series, and so they got looking for him. So really, it's a, like Dave Filoni, you evil, you genius bastard, you. Ah, can't wait, man. Um, you know purgles. what sucks is That's what we got to wait. Called the Purgles. We got to wait a year from December for another live action Star Wars show. You know that? Damn. And that's that. That's the book of Boba Fett. I believe is the next live action show nice. that's, that's coming cool. out. It's December, right? I think the, a year from this December. No, book of Boba Fett's it, this December. Is it? It's yeah. It's oh, it's this dude. year, and then Mandalorian will be next yeah, year. I'm sorry, because uh, I have. I still think it's 2020. <laughs> Literally, yeah. I mean, I was like looking at was, and then like, Obi and. Uh, uh, Cassie and Endor show. There's going to be a lot, man. There's going to be yeah. a lot. So, yeah, because, you know, I, I kind of dig the schedules they have right now where I got my Wednesday Marvel show and then I got my Friday Star Wars show. You know, it's kind of mm. dope like that. And August 11th, what if drops? Oh, man. If you think spec is crazy now, wait <laughs> till the what if show comes out. And there's all kinds of different iterations of these characters. Um, and like I told you guys, my sources told me the what if show is canon. So I mean, and that leads to makes me to believe that the ending of season finale or of of Loki, called a Kang, sets off what if. If you think about all the branches that come off, boom, that's all multiverse what if stories. Then they just made it animated. But the voice uh, they got, they got like Mm thirty of the voice actors that did the actual live action films that do the voices for it. Um, That's pretty incredible, man. So. Thank you guys all for tuning in. Once again, hit up our friends KRS Comics tomorrow at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific. This Star Wars Republic Mike Mayhew shadow variant for Star Wars Republic number seven drops at noon, 9 Pacific. Use discount code of LOTLB to get 15% off. You don't want to miss out like this one if you miss out on that one. Or this one for 50% of the people bought it were brand new customers, meaning sneakerheads are coming into our domain and buying up all our stuff. Uh, and for those, uh, you know, I got this one too. I showed one of my variants today for Top Variant Tuesday uh, was the Natalie Sanders variant. That's yeah, awesome. nope. Yeah, I also got the Mike Mayhew variant, that one for uh, Department of Truth. So thank you guys all for joining us. Thank you hey, for all the birthday wishes. Before, my we log off, before we log off, I do want to set the record straight because, you know, we like to keep it real and honest on Lords of the Longbox. So <laughs> Avengers 11 is not does not have X-Men in it. However... If you're interested in first meetings, this might actually be a timely one. It's the reintroduction of Kang. So this might mm-hmm. be the first time Spider-Man meets Kang. Kang. Uh-oh. Oh, Ryan dropping yeah. knowledge today. Real right life there. spec right there. So, so yeah. it's not X-Men related, but it is Kang related. Go find that Avengers 11 in your dollar bin. <laughs> it's a little more than a dollar, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, any last words, Ryan? Or was no, that man, it? That's it. That's it. I just want to get the record Rama, straight. Dropping live spec knowledge that's on you right, right there. Damn. First appearance of Spider-Man and Kang is uh, Avengers number eleven. Or is it? Maybe you met him in another Maybe. timeline. Maybe not. Another I don't life. Know. I don't go, know. Go, 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 dig, everybody. Go dig. Yeah, go dig. Justin, any <laughs> last words? Uh, yeah, the Comic Con podcast is currently taking a vacation week this week since uh, uh, Zach's on vacation, and I am heading to Terrific Con this weekend, so you will see me there. So no new episode this Friday from the Comic Con podcast, but you will see me there in Terrific Con in Connecticut. So be sure to uh, stop by and see me. I'll, I'll be wearing this fabulous. Come by, give Justin a high five, hug him or spit on him. Just do whatever. Oh, whatever. You know what I'm Maybe you'll get a button uh, too. 
If you say, keep digging in them long boxes, he'll give you some swag. Just (laughs) run up on him and say, keep digging in them long boxes. And then he'll, he'll give you some swag. We promise. Do you want to show a small bag of stuff you got or no? Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. I got it. I got it right here. So I ordered because I want to just literally be handing these out. You're going to be getting, you come see me. I have tons of buttons buttons. for the Comic-Con podcast. And for extra, he'll pin it to your chest for you and break and break butt. Yeah, yeah. Corsage and shit. Get some DNA. Yeah, especially bring your wives and girlfriends too. He'll pin it on their chest for you. Mm. <laughs> He's gonna come back and like, yeah, I, I made about uh, sixteen different people uh, bleed. Uh, you know, they're punctured, <laughs> but they're doing okay. He's gonna, you know what? He's gonna have pod, uh, Comic Con podcast band aids too. So if he punctures your skin, they could always take care of that. But you know, yeah, we're yeah. going off the rails now. So uh, we'll see you guys Thursday for the Shakers list for Dark Side Jedi, Nemesis Prime, Mister Tivo. Keep digging in them long boxes and peace out.